This is Innovation for Transformation. I'm Dave Ball. May I have a moment? Are you a skeptic, a doubter, a disbeliever, or have you ever encountered someone who was a skeptic or didn't believe something you believed in strongly? In the case of uh, belief in a deity, such a person would be referred to as an agnostic if they were skeptical and as an atheist if they firmly disbelieved in the idea of a creator god. I used to be an agnostic or an atheist in my youth, and later, through some providential events, I made the decision to become a believer and become a Christian. It has enriched my life, and I would certainly recommend this for others. But you can make a rational argument for being a non-believer. In fact, Pascal, who was a mathematical genius and who was a scientist and engineer of the 17th century, uh, articulated uh, this in his classic uh, Pascal's Wager, which used a four-part decision matrix uh, using the possibilities that God exists or God does not exist, and we choose to believe in him or we choose not to believe in him. There were four different scenarios, and one of which you believe in God, but he does not exist. Therefore, you order your life according to moral principles, perhaps those outlined in the Bible, and then you die and nothing happens. So people could argue that your faith was of no consequence, but it could also be argued that your faith allowed you to be a better person and a happier person, and therefore maybe you treated others well, and so you lived a worthwhile life even though there was no eternal reward for it. Now, that's another scenario is that uh, you don't believe in God and there is no God. In that case, uh, you live life as most people live it uh, without a moral uh, or spiritual foundation. Uh, you die and nothing happens. Uh, nothing ventured, nothing gained, so to speak. Uh, in another scenario, uh, you believe in God and he exists, and that's probably the ideal scenario because you live a moral and spiritual life, you treat others well, and there is an eternal reward for that, that you enjoy uh, eternity in heaven based upon the atoning blood of Christ and his sacrifice for our sins. And the, the last scenario is probably the worst of all, that you don't believe in God, but he actually exists. And in that scenario, you make the decision uh, not to live your life according to his word, and because you have uh, disbelieved, uh, you lose out on the opportunity to enjoy eternity with Christ in his heavenly kingdom. And therefore, you've lost everything. Now, of course, you don't want to make a decision about something as important as your eternal salvation on purely rational basis, because after all, 1 Corinthians 2 tells us that spiritual things are spiritually discerned. And yet the Lord does invite us to reason with him and contend with him, and in some cases even to argue with him. Uh, in Isaiah 1.18, he says, Come, let us reason together. He also says, Though your sins be as scarlet, I will make them white as snow. He has promised us eternal salvation, but uh, it's a choice we have to make. And I trust you will make the decision that I and so many millions of others have made uh, to believe and your life will be uh, thoroughly enriched by that. You will face adversity, as we all do, but you'll also experience blessings both in this world and in the world to come. Your thoughts? Be blessed.